Welcome to New Mercies, a podcast by Mercy Ships, where we'll take you behind the scenes and on board our incredible hospital ships that are transforming lives all over the world. We invite you to join us each week as we sit down with our crew, patients, volunteers, and partners to hear their stories of life-changing hope and healing. Edna Samiti is the Director of Human Resources for the Africa Service Center. With this newly formed division of Mercy Ships in Africa, Edna is thrilled to be on the groundbreaking team that will better serve our crew and patients from the continent. Edna is brilliant and she comes with extensive experience, but she's also a gentle, God-fearing woman with a big heart. Get ready to be blessed. Here is my interview with Edna Samiti. Edna, I am so glad that we finally found a time to meet because between the two of us, there's about an 11-hour time difference, me being in California and Mm -hmm. Kenya. Mm -hmm. Thank you for making this work and welcome to New Mercies. Thank you so much for inviting me here too. So happy, so excited. Oh, well, great. Well, I'm really excited too because you have a brand new role. You are the mm-hmm. Human Resources Director of the Africa Service Center. I'll Ooh. be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't even really know what exactly that is because it's a whole new department for Mercy Ship. So I can't wait to hear all about that mm-hmm. and what you do. But before we do that, why don't you introduce yourself? Share a little bit about your background. Is Kenya home for you? Okay. So as you know, my name is Edna Semiti, and I was born in a town called Mwanza in Tanzania. So that is south of Kenya. And that's also because that's where my father comes from. And then I grew up in Tanzania and Kenya as well, because also my mother is from here in Kenya. So I am born of parents from two countries. I have grown up in Tanzania, in Kenya, studied in Tanzania and in Kenya. (laughs) And I got married in Tanzania, got my children in Tanzania. And now I have moved back into Kenya for the last 10 years. I've been here living closer to my mom. Yeah. So that's who I am in terms of my background. I finished my university in the year 2000. And I graduated from a course called uh, a Bachelor of Arts in Communication. I majored in public relations and I did a minor in community development and I focused on child psychology. But when I started off uh, working, I started off as a marketing manager. I moved into public relations. Then I moved into training and then I started off my journey in human resources in 2006 And I've been on that journey since then. And now I'm feeling more motivated to give all the experience that I've gained all these years back to society and building myself to be like a coach for children, school-going children, so that they can learn job skills and grow up to find inspiring jobs in their future. I'm a Christian. I love Christ. My life in uh, in Christ started when I was 16, although it's not been the perfect... (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm actually the reason why Jesus Christ died, I think, because I kept breaking all the rules, you know. Uh, If it was in the Old Testament days, I think God would have said, enough, that's it. No more grace for you. That's why Jesus died, for sure. Uh, Because even as I give my life early in my years, I have, yes, lived in church, uh, given my life, my time in singing in choirs and worshiping Mm -hmm. God and growing as a Christian, but still 
that sinful nature of me didn't uh, give me a break throughout my mm. life. And I'm a real testimony that God's grace is real. <laughs> oh, well, aren't we all? I mean, not one of us is perfect. So that's awesome. Well, Edna, it is so fun to have you. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's a real honor and a privilege. I think that you bring so much experience. And I am thrilled to know that we have people like you on board with Mercy Ships because you bring so much to the table. And I love Mm -hmm. that you are African and Mm -hmm. we work in Africa and it's so important Mm -hmm. to have Africans on our team and working for the organization because really you have the insight, you have the knowledge of Mm -hmm. your own continent. And this is very important and very special. Why don't you tell us, how did you hear about Mercy Ships and what drew mm-hmm. you to the organization? Yeah, I think it was just God leading me into what he wants me to do in Mercy Ships. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I came across the name Mercy Ships in 2020 to start. At that point, I was researching how different organizations are using transport tools, uh, you know, vehicles to do mission work, like NGO work, because I was thinking of using a bus to have a classroom where I teach on career guidance. So mm-hmm. as I was researching, I came across Mercy Ships and I saw, oh, this one, uh, they use uh, hospitals to provide uh, surgical equipment and services to people who need it. And then I just continued with the research. And at that point, I was just during the corona days. So work had gone, had become so slow. And I started seeking God, you know, what do you want me to do next in my life, in my career? And God led me to this website where I started looking for work as a human resource director. And then I saw Massachusetts and I was like, oh, that's a familiar name. And Hmm. I applied for the job and I was called. And here I am. Oh, wonderful. It was a miracle. That's all I can say. Because when I just logged into the website, it was like the first job description that came on my face. I read it and I liked it and I decided, uh, let me apply and, and God opened that door for me. Since coming in, I have loved Mercy Ships so much. I love mm-hmm. the values, you know. It's the first organization where I felt like the values are actually describing the person that I am, the, the things that I stand on, like, you know, loving God, you know, love and serve others, be a person of integrity, you know, be a person of excellence. I really... Mm-hmm. These are also my own personal values. And it's the first time in my life coming across an organization where I felt their values, organizational values are actually connected to who I am as a person. So I really feel blessed to be here. Oh, that's great. Well, Edna, tell us what exactly you do in addition to telling us about the Africa Service Center. What Mm -hmm. is the Africa Service Center? Yeah, it's uh, the brand new baby of Massey Ships. (laughs) (laughs) so the short form is ASC of course it's the center where that will be stationed in Africa where all the coordination for ships for the national offices the in-country operations the ISC can be able to feel like there are people who are doing something useful in the continent of Africa in the Africa Service Center since I joined this February and I joined uh, the ASC director Mr. Bernard who is my boss as well. Yeah, so since I joined, what we've been working on is making sure the right people are sitting in the right spaces where jobs are needed, implementing the right training programs for the people who are in in the places where they are, 
and doing all the HR work. So my work in the Africa Service Center is human resources, you know, the people, bringing in the right people, training them, doing the performance management. And of course, I coordinate with the IEC and uh, I work very closely with the country directors. I work closely with Bernard and and, uh, the other Africa Service Center leaders. As per the conversations I've had with Bernard, I understand we will have the center in Senegal. So that's oh, great. Okay. Is it going to be an actual building in Senegal? Yes, this is what I have got from Bernard that, you know, we will have a physical office where people can actually sit in the office and where we need probably training and uh, where we need meetings. There can be meetings. As you know, right now, the presence is in Massey ships is recognized with a ship when the ship is in service. And then the other projects that are happening within Senegal. But when the ship goes, those projects that are left in the country are actually left to be coordinated either by the Africa Bureau in um, Benin or at ISC. So sometimes time zone issues, presence can be a big gap. So we are trying to close that gap by ensuring that there's corporate office, let's call it a corporate office within Senegal so that the projects within Senegal, the ones in Guinea, the ones in Madagascar, Sierra Leone, wherever else we have active projects, they can feel there's a close contact within the continent of Africa. When the ships are being prepared to come to any country within Africa, there can be people who are on site who can help them with the coordination and the preparations. So that's a big dream, what I've got Mm. from the NAD. So we can yes. only hope and pray that, you know, this dream will come to be real right? and still setting up. <laughs> I think it's brilliant because it is hard to coordinate everything mm-hmm. from the United States. And I know we have a lot of national offices around the world, but mm-hmm. to have a solid service center on the continent mm-hmm. of Africa, mm-hmm. it just makes complete sense. So I mm-hmm. love this dream. I love that it's starting to be actualized. What specifically is your role? We know your title, but what mm-hmm. are you doing to make this happen? The first thing is just to be there, actually. <laughs> are you going to move to Senegal? No. I, I want to. You do. Oh, I don't me. mind. Yeah, I don't mind. Have you ever been? talk about my kids earlier. My kids, I have three babies, big babies. <laughs> 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 my first one is uh, 25. My second one is 21. And my last one is 16. And I'm kind of in the empty nest stage, you know? Yes. Because yes. the older kids are in their university studies. The much older one is graduating this year. So he'll be job hunting soon. My teenager is in boarding school, so I see him every other uh, few months, except Uh for visiting and maybe three weeks of holiday, and he's back for a long time in school. Mm. Yeah. Um, So I'm mobile. (laughs) Yes. Have you ever been to Senegal before? Yeah, I visited Senegal last year. It was amazing during the Africa celebration. I was there to celebrate I saw both the GLM and the AFM. I lived uh, in uh, Senegal for a week, a week and a oh, half. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And um, I don't mind the weather. It's, it reminds me of the time I was in Dar es Salaam because Dar es Salaam is similar weather. It's uh, a tropical mm. hot weather as well. And I yes. lived in Dar es Salaam for 13 years. Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. 
Yeah, Dakar has beautiful weather. It is, a, mm-hmm. and it is a, just a beautiful city. What was it yeah. like for you to see the ships? Yeah, I loved them. I was awed. I had never seen a big ship like that. And levels, mm-hmm. you know, you enter a ship and you just feel like you're in a hotel, a very sophisticated yeah. hotel. And uh, I was blessed to see the hospital side in the GLM. I couldn't do that yes. in the FM because we had a number of restrictions then. But um, at the GLM, I was able to see the hospital as well. It's so beautiful. And to just see all those people who contributed, you know, the, on the walls of uh, the GLM. You can see in my background, I use the, you know, the GLM mm-hmm. conference center. Yes. You know, and when you're walking on the walls in the GLM, you see all the people who contributed in one way or another, a certain family gave or this ward or this number of beds, you know, or this clinical Mm. area. And it's just so humbling to see how God's people are giving so that uh, people who are not able to pay for surgery can actually get it free of charge. It was so humbling to also meet the crew, the different volunteers from all over the world people from africa i, I even met kenyans there oh you know? good <laughs> yeah people from you know the different parts of europe and all of them are just god loving people serving god you know giving their time and everything so that people who need medical care receive it it was so humbling to be honest what a humbling experience i loved it and oh, my great. my love for the work in Massachusetts just grew more. Yeah. And I don't know. I, just, I love Massachusetts. Yeah. But you know, we've, we've said many times that anytime mm-hmm. you go aboard one of our vessels, it changes mm-hmm. you. And yeah. even to be a visitor, even to only be there a week, it just yeah. does something to you. It's just yeah. a very, very special place, whether it's on board yeah. the Africa Mercy or the Global Mercy. There is just yeah. something so special. Yeah, you even forget about all the steps you have to take in order to enter the ship. <laughs> the gangway, the dress. Yes, the gangway. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, what are some of your goals or your dreams that you're hoping to accomplish and in your role mm-hmm. in the Africa Service Center? Very big ones. How much time do we have again? <laughs> <laughs> as much as you want. <laughs> So my number one vision, I'll talk about HR because that's my area. Sure. Uh, So my number one vision is to use the Africa Service Center to develop strategies to attract professionals from all over Africa to come and volunteer on the ships. I would love to see that happening. (laughs) I want to do what is happening at the ISC, at the ASC, you know. Um, bring in the volunteers, onboard them, send them out on the ships, people from, you know, Africa. I want people to know that if they need to have any information about, I want to volunteer on the ship, how do I go about it? And then at the Africa Service Center, we can be able to provide that information. We can be able to maybe even simulate some of the experiences that people have so that it helps them make decisions about when they can commit a certain time in their life to come and serve, either for short term or long term. So that's my number one vision, just, you know, the ASC to be like the channel for growing interest within the African continent from professionals who can give their time and they can give their money to come and serve on the ships. Mm. I pray that that will happen. 
let's pray together. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And what is the second thing? You had mentioned there was a second thing. Yeah, the second dream I have is that the in-country operations, they can feel that there is a strong HR support close to them. I really appreciate the ISC for being able to stand in and provide the support. I acknowledge the gaps, especially when it comes to time zone, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. most, most of the in-country operations are awake when the operations in ISC are asleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, it, it can uh, cause that, you know, maybe meetings will take place later than it normally should. Yeah. And right. I hope that the Africa Center can actually be that resource for the in-country operations when it comes to people needs. Mm-hmm. You know, the people needs include, I just need this quick hire. I need somebody to tell me about, you know, the labor laws of this country. I need to have this handbook looked into and updated, or even I need a handbook altogether. I need an orientation for this new person or training needs to take place. So I hope the ASC can actually be that support center for the in-country operations, the country directors, the operation directors, and all the other managers when it comes to people management issues. So Mm -hmm. those are the, if I could say pillars, those are the two pillars I have in my mind. Yes. Well, I think it's brilliant because first of all, as you mentioned, really recruiting more people Mm -hmm. from the continent of Africa, more Africans to come. There are so many highly trained, highly skilled, accomplished Africans that Mm -hmm. kind of like a lot of places in the world, they just don't know about mercy ships. So to have the Africa Service Center with an intention of educating the continent more about Africa or about mercy ships and mm-hmm. then inviting them to get involved, I think is absolutely yeah. wonderful and brilliant. Yeah. But then also, as you're saying, to be the in Africa kind of mm-hmm. support center rather yeah. than having to deal with the time zone, you know, change, yes. but to be the people there to help those who are in country serving. I just yeah. think that's brilliant. So I love, I love this vision. I love this dream. I think it's wonderful. Tell us how you've seen God moving thus far. I know your time Mm -hmm. with Mercy Ships Mm -hmm. has only been really a handful of months right now. Yes. Yes. But we know that God is not bound by time and I know he's moving and working all the time. So how have you seen him working thus far? Just the heart uh, of our leaders in, you know, making sure that people in Africa receive the surgical care that's needed. I have been watching very keenly on social media, the kind of pictures that we see our patients come in, the state they're in when they come in. Sometimes I follow even the photos that are being taken out in the field, the state of our patients where they are today and the dire situation they're in because they can't afford the medical care that they need. And Yet, when they come into contact with our medical professionals, our volunteering community on the ships, they're able to receive this redemption. I may say, I've listened to several YouTube confessions and testimonies from patients who've benefited from the services being offered by Mercy Ships. And for me, all I can say, this is God moving, because I'm particularly thinking about this young lady who... I think her mother said that her legs were so bow-legged and she stopped going to school. Mm. And as a career guidance enthusiast, for me, it just struck me her future was just, 
she was alive, but her features cut off. Not because she's dead. She's alive, but her future is cut off because she can't educate herself. She mm-hmm. can't gain the job skills. And he, what kind of future is that? And by God's grace, that future was able to be given back to her after the surgery. And that's because of the work that was done on her in the ships. That, that to me is God moving. And I actually remember saying a prayer for that young lady saying, Lord, I pray that the purpose you have in her life because you brought this miracle in her life may not disappear. Yeah. May she grow up to be a, a woman who brings redemption to many people because mm. redemption was also brought to her. So I've seen God move that way. That's um, beautiful. Externally in the work we do. Uh, internally, the work I do with my colleagues, you know, the first thing that really touched my heart was when I started off and my manager would say, let's start with a word of prayer. Sorry, I'm getting, mm. I'm getting a bit emotional. For me, you know, just being able to allow God to be in our meeting for me was it was it's just amazing, and I feel like I'm seeing God because all my life I've actually always wanted to be in a space where I can honor God with everything. I do remember in my past teacher practices, I did try to start prayer meetings in the offices where I worked. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't because we were different. And maybe because also the work environments are not really allowing God in the spaces. Here I am in masterships where God can be in my conversations, even in very serious corporate conversations, even where we feel like we've come to the end of the journey. Whatever we're trying to solve in the meeting is not working out. We can say, let's let's talk to God about this issue, you know. I, I have seen God there as well. And the love that is being shared within Mercy Shapes by the very many community members, especially for me, particularly, you know, when I came in, it was a bit confusing how am I supposed to, you know, maneuver around, understand my work, understand the processes. And God brought to me some very loving people who give me the support that I needed to just stabilize as I grew within masterships for the last few 18 months that I've been here. Mm, It's wonderful to hear. (laughs) And how freeing for you to be able to express your faith freely Mm -hmm. in your workplace and to have Mm -hmm. that support and encouragement from the people that you work with. That's wonderful. I I find that to be so amazing. Even my kids have uh, mentioned that to me. Because sometimes they hear me when they're in the sitting room or maybe passing by uh, and they can hear me saying, let's pray. Or they can hear someone say, let's pray. And we're praying uh, and they're like, oh, mom, you know, you are in a workplace where you can actually pray. And I was like, yeah, this is God. This wow. is truly God. <laughs> so Mercy itself being here is, is God. It's God's work for me. Hmm. Well, what are some of the needs of the Africa Service Center and how can people get involved? We need an office. Mm. We, need, we need that physical office. I know that uh, Bernard is working on that and there's good progress, but we do need a, a place. Like today I was in interviews and the people are excited to come to the Africa Service Center and they're like, so you have a physical office? And I'm like, not yet, it's coming. (laughs) So we do need an office and may God open the door for us to get that office as quickly as possible and set it up. Mm. Yeah, I do appreciate the support that I have received from the ISC so far. 
you know, uh, I have different team members who sit in meetings with me and we figure things out together. So I really appreciate that. And I just see that this is how they can continue to support us because we are brand new baby in Mercy Ships and we need that nurturing mentorship, you know, how to build our systems and processes, how to just engage and even open up so that people can feel like they can participate and be useful within our operations. On the HR Mm -hmm. front, I am so grateful for team members like Heather Mm -hmm. and Shelley and Whitney and their teams. I'm grateful for Anz also in learning and development and her team. I'm grateful for Abby because he meets me and uh, he mentors me regularly on, on that process. I'm grateful for Tammy who really steps in uh, every time mm. I have a question, she's just there for me yeah. and Michelle and the team. And recently, a new team member came in and he's just working miracles for me. That's uh, Gabe, who's in oh. uh, yeah. So this is how we are getting involved together. And I would encourage them to continue being involved with us. I'm so grateful for the international programs team, Michelle and Erin, because they keep pulling us in and Uh, asking us how is it that you can support us with this people issue and all. So also that side is, uh, I'm grateful for them. The finance uh, team, I've been interacting very closely with uh, Raymond and um, sometimes Bernie in the UK as Mm. well. So, so grateful. The country directors, I can't really forget them. They've been awesome. You know, I I actually want to give a shout out to them. I want to shout out to Dr. Dave. Dr. Sandra, to Esperant, to Keith, you know, I just want to, you know, give them a shout out. And even my manager, Mr. Bernard, I really want to give him a shout out for being there and mentoring me and supporting Mm. me. So this is the team that we I'm working within and we do need that that support of mentorship, coaching, you know, leadership so that we set up state of the art, this uh, center that can support the national offices and the ISC and the ships. Oh, well, you are lucky to be a part of such a fabulous team. So many wonderful people coming together with a common goal and bringing skill sets and talents from all over the world to accomplish one thing. And that is to bring hope and healing, right? Yes. So I'm so grateful for you, Edna. I'm so grateful that God brought you to work with the Africa Service Center to really pioneer this new chapter of Mercy Ships. And thanks for being willing to educate us a little bit today and and to get to know you. This has been wonderful. Yeah, well, I hope it's been helpful and I've really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed your hosting, your fun as well. Yeah. (laughs) Well, good. Well, thank you, Edna. This has been wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you so much. We invite you to pray with us for a building in Senegal for the Africa Service Center and be in prayer for all of the volunteer positions we need to fill so that both of our ships are ready to serve the people of Africa. Well, that wraps up season three of New Mercies with over 80 episodes to listen to. We'll be back on August 14th with season four, so that gives you some time to get caught up if you've missed an episode or two. If you'd like to give to Mercy Ships, volunteer with us, or pray, go to mercyships.org.